Amen. Amen. You may have a seat. You probably know this, Hope College, but let me remind you that we in Campus Ministries, we pray for you every day. Um, and we're praying for you now, because it's the end. I know, I know what you're up against. Um, so today we're gonna hear our scripture, and then I'm gonna open us in prayer, and then we'll get, we'll get along talking about Advent. But um, I wanna pray over you at the start. But first, would you hear with me um, Psalm 130. It is on page 500 in your pew Bibles. So hear the word of the Lord. Out of the depths, I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, oh, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that you may be revered. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. I wait for the Lord. More than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning, beloved. Put your hope in the Lord. For with the Lord is unfailing love and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel. He himself will redeem us from all our sins. Let us pray, Lord, out of the depths we, try to you, we cry to you. In this, our last week of classes, we are in the depths of this semester, to be sure. And many of us here know other depths, too. Depths of pain, of uncertainty, of loss, of hardship of one kind or another, I pray, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, pour out your unfailing love and mercy on each here. Help us finish strong the work before us. Lord, I pray for your favor and for your gifts of fortitude, wisdom, diligence, and joy in this endeavor. And Lord, in this season of Advent, help us see again that your promises are true. All your words to us are yes and amen in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm not sure if you caught it yesterday, the start of something new. It could have been that you missed it easily in the midst of your long weekend of, I don't know, eating and shopping and football playing and watching and maybe a movie or two and visiting and relaxing and homework. And I hope you got to do all that on Thanksgiving break. But yesterday was the first Sunday in the season of Advent. Advent is celebrated over four weeks, over four Sundays, and it concludes on Christmas Day. And it is similar to the season of Lent, which precedes our yearly remembrance of the dying and rising of Christ, which is, of course, Good Friday and Easter. Advent comes from the Latin word adventus, and it means coming. Advent is the beginning, actually, of the liturgical year, our year in the church. And it is the season to ready our hearts and our lives for the coming of Christ. 
I love Advent. I am happy to admit it, I love Advent. I find that it is an antidote to the crazy that has become Christmas, right? In a world in which we are already, already, December 2nd, playing Christmas music nonstop, putting up Christmas trees, buying gifts, declaring all merry and bright. Advent says, hold on just a minute. Not so fast. We have to get ready for Christmas, and we have to wait. Advent is a time of expectant waiting, and I'm so grateful for it. It is a season that gives us permission to do what we don't do enough in the church, and which Psalm 130 does so beautifully, lament. Out of the depths, out of the depths, I cry to you, Lord, hear me. Advent, I like to think of it as the first gift of the season because it calls us to live into the tension of our Christian life, the already not yet reality of who we are. Christ has come, hallelujah. On December 25th, we receive again, we will get it, the good news of great joy, which is for all people, that unto you this day in the city of David, a savior is born. He is Messiah and he is Lord, the word of God becoming flesh and coming among us. And we find that day that God is the one who keeps his promises and he does what he says he does and he comes. He entered in that day and he dwells with us even now and for always. And yet Advent gives us permission to mourn the depths from which we cry. Christ has come, and yet not all things have reached completion in him. We have not yet seen God finish the work he started in Christ. And so we wait. In this season, we wait with the prophets of gold for God to do what he will do. We, we wait for him to heal our diseases, all of them. We wait for him to turn our weapons of war into plowshares, to make the wolf lie down with the lion, to turn the hearts of parents to children and children to parents. We wait for God to bring relief for the poor and freedom for the oppressed and release for the captive and sight for the blind. We wait. And in this season of Advent, I wait. I wait for so many things. I wait for God to fix the mental health issues I see in you. I wait for God to rid us of the plague, the plague of pornography. I wait for God to heal the divides on this campus. I wait for God to mend my friend's broken marriage, to cure my friend Todd from his incurable cancer. I wait for God to repair the great rift in his church, and I wait for God to heal me 
and heal my son and restore my heart of sin, I wait for the coming of the Lord. I wait for him to make all things right. Verse five, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits and in his word I put my hope. Did you hear that picture of waiting? The psalmist repeats it twice so that we can't miss it. Waiting for the Lord is like the work of the ancient, of the anxious watchman. The night guard on the city wall who, fearing the attack of an enemy under the cover of darkness, finds relief, oh sweet relief, in the arrival of the dawn. My soul waits for the Lord more than that watchman waits for the morning. More than the watchman waits for the morning. This kind of waiting, Advent waiting, is of course never delusional or unrealistic. The watchman knows. He knows, he knows, as long as he draws breath, as long as the world spins on its axis, even if the earth should change and the mountains should shake into the heart of the sea, the morning is coming. As surely as the sun sets, it will rise. This is how we wait for the Lord, like those who watch with keen certainty for the coming dawn. I wait for the Lord, and in him and no other is my hope. I know, I know, I know. It's the last week of classes, and it feels like the end for you, and it is. It's the end of the semester. God bless you. But in our life in Christ, in your life tuned to the seasons of Christ's coming and living and dying and rising. Advent is just the beginning. Because waiting does not have the final word. It comes to an end. And in Advent, Christ says to us, I'm coming. I'm coming. For many Christians, for many years, Advent has been a time of waiting, of preparation, and readying ourselves. It can be a time of discipline, of intentional devotion and repentance. I remember vividly a moment several years ago, it was the first Sunday of Advent, and I was sitting in worship that day, and I was overcome thanks be to the Holy Spirit, with a sense of my own need and sinfulness. We wait for a savior because we need a savior. Lord, if you kept a record of sins, oh, who could stand? I committed myself that Advent season to just a time of fasting and praying. It's only four weeks, it's pretty short. Friends, how might you live into this season of Advent, this beginning? You might devote yourself to reading some of the great texts of expectation and hope from the Old and New Testament, to wait again with God's people Israel for the coming of the Messiah, 
to wait with the church for the second coming of Christ. You might devote yourself to prayer, prayer from the depths, for those you know and love, for those who yet wait for God's justice and mercy. You might consider fasting as an act of service, of solidarity, of hope. You might sing one of the songs of Advent, my favorite, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in exile here until the Son of God appears. You might pray this wonderful psalm, Psalm 130, hold on to it, memorize it, pray it every day, and wait, wait for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. My pastor yesterday whispered the message of Advent, and I whisper it to you, do not be afraid, I am coming. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.